Welcome to Nug Talk. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Nug Talk. Long time no talk, <laughs> but we're back. Um, we're talking about everything going on in the NBA, everything going on with the Nuggets. Got a lot of things coming up now. They decided everything, so we'll get into it. But first off, um, we'll just talk about our arena name changed. Um, Balls. Yeah, how do you think of Ball Arena? It makes me feel like LeVar Ball bought the arena. I know, um, that's the main joke that everyone makes. Yeah. I don't really like that. <clears throat> it doesn't seem like it's going to benefit the team at all, so I really don't care. It's environmentally friendly. They're sure. the first recycling 100% arena. <clears throat> I mean, that's great. I support it, but like maybe spin over the luxury tax. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I know. For but... no reason for that. But, um, I mean, the Pepsi Center writes, um, I guess they were up. Pepsi Center didn't want to renew, which is sad. It will always be the Pepsi Center to me. The stadium is literally built like the Pepsi logo. Yeah, I don't Um, know what they're going to do now. The the statue outside has that Pepsi thing. Yeah, that's gone. Are they taking that out? Maybe they'll change it to a basketball. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, What are they going to do with that? (laughs) It's just there. It has a Pepsi logo in it. I bet they just like... I bet they're going to go through a lot of, like, redesigns. Oh, I mean, shit. They probably have to start, like, now. Well, I'm sure that they already changed a lot of the court stuff, like, where the logos are different and stuff like that. Um, It's just, like, that whole place is just centered around Pepsi. Yeah, it's a lot of digital and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure they have ways of doing it during the pandemic to find ways to go about doing that properly. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's the end of the era. Like, my whole life has been Pepsi Center. It will still be Pepsi Center. Um, I think to most people, I feel like most yeah. people don't like the name change. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where, like, it's kind of the same with the Broncos and Invesco. No one wanted that to change either. It's just weird because Pepsi's not out of business. So. Yeah, Pepsi wasn't out of business. I guess they just decided not to do it, um, or maybe Kroenke was asking for too much money to do it. Who knows? We know he has a lot of issues of getting deals done with people. Um, True that. As we still, when the new season starts, will not be able to watch them. <laughs> Um, because I don't think that Xfinity deal is done. It's still no, it's not done, and I don't think we should expect it to ever be done. Yep. So there you go. You just have to get Direct TV <laughs> if you want to watch the Nuggets, um, or you know, no do order. other means. Other, <laughs> there are other ways. Um, but uh, yeah, it changed. It's weird. I don't like it, but I think everyone's still gonna call it the Can. Everyone's still gonna call it Pepsi Center. It is Pepsi Center forever. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing from it is uh with it changing do we now have get coke products in there probably not <laughs> i I'm, bet you they switch it over maybe maybe eventually but i bet this season it stays pepsi because I, I think they're like no this, one's going there this well, season that's bro. true that's true <laughs> but like i think as far i think i read somewhere as far as the distribution of products goes that doesn't change anything well, good because i love mountain dew not sponsored but i'd love to do <laughs> um all right but that was yeah the biggest like overhaul for our team so far mm-hmm. because no one expected that it kind of just came out of the blue um it was weird i don't like the name but it's fine <laughs> um but now talking about uh the actual nba and the schedule how they've rescheduled it next week the draft's coming up on wednesday um they're doing that i'm assuming virtually like they did for the nfl yeah i'm sure they'll do it really well it yeah. seems pretty easy yeah it won't be too hard i don't know they're apparently allowing teams to like covid regulate bring in people for workouts and stuff 
but players are also allowed to work out and stuff, but there's already been exposures to the virus and certain practices like the Knicks and stuff. So it's weird. A lot of teams, I'm sure this draft's going to go poorly for a lot of teams picking people, um, especially because it's not a very well-known draft and it's not a very like high class draft. Yeah. I think it is. I like, I can't tell if it's going to be like easier or harder. Like, in some cases, I feel like it is easier, but at the same time, the like those unknown prospects, how are you going to scout them? I feel like a lot of people are just going to take less risks in this one, yeah, and probably just true. take a safe bet in this one. But that's up to you know interpretation. We'll see. And apparently, again, there's always the rumors, like every year, that there's going to be a lot of trades. I don't believe it, no. <laughs> but maybe this year maybe, there will be because people one. don't want to use those picks this year because they don't know about these players because yeah. they can prospect correctly as they usually do. And this class is relatively weak yeah i mean but again i feel like that also has to do with everyone's season got cut short true because <laughs> usually you get a better mindset of who's good during march madness and there was no march madness uh but so there's that next thursday before that like right before that trade you can start trading um trades open up like for certain players who are still on contract um so that's why there's a lot of drew holiday rumors there's a lot of other rumors and so on going forward. But then um, that weekend, free agency opens up. Um, and I think it's for like a week it's going to be free agency or like five days. Oof. It's going to be wild. Um, so there's got to be a quick turnaround on it. Um, luckily for this one, there's no fucking really good player who's going to halt all free agency yeah, like, no, like Kawhi Marquee. did last year <clears throat> um, or Kevin Durant has done before. Uh, it's like it seems like this one's going to be pretty much off the bat people are going to try to be signing people as of right now still our main focus is signing jeremy yep. it sounds like jeremy wants to come back and i think we're going to get him but mm-hmm. things could change let's hope um there's still a lot of other free agents um out there that we could get to it seems most likely right now that we're going to lose paul and uh mason yeah but depending on what we do on the draft that will really confirm that or not um depending if we just draft the replacements uh but that's next weekend and like the week after and then finally the season on december 22nd which had a lot of controversy players do not want to do this especially older players and players who went pretty far in the playoffs our team's been relatively silent about it monte's ready monte said he's ready to go but monte's always ready to go yeah monte's always ready i feel like a lot of them are like happy i feel like jamal is happy about it i feel like he just wants to play yeah i don't think our it's really that hurtful for like our team because we're young and we have so much depth so like guys can rest during the season and hopefully now with how well everyone improved in the playoffs they just pick right back up we start blowing teams out you can get rest if you blow teams out exactly um but there are players such as like lebron um a lot of the higher veteran players i'm assuming like chris paul stuff like this they wanted it in january or february because they want some rest because you know their bodies don't heal as quickly as it used to um, and they have pretty deep playoffs runs, especially if you're LeBron or if you're like Jimmy Butler or any of the other teams that made the conference finals and so on. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, what do you think about the early season? Are, do you as like a, it? Would as a fan, I'm excited about it as far as like how early it is. It feels like it's going to be um, a process. I f- could totally see a lot of players coming in fatigued and coming in even I think actually, I think they'll come in fatigued, but they may not come in as rusty. Mm-hmm. Um, which could, which based on your mindset on it, could be good. I think it also depends on what team you're rooting for. I think this actually benefits us 
Um, we're probably still tired, but Jokic is going to come in in shape. He didn't have much time to get fat. Um, Jamal is probably exhausted, but he's probably he's probably recovered. He's twenty four, so he's yeah. The fine. thing with Jamal is like, how much time did he get to heal? But you're yeah. right there. Um, but yeah, keep going on with. This um, thing yeah, I just I think like. I also think it is going to affect free agency in the matter of like the old players, like Paul Millsap. Um, yeah. Our players going to want our players, our team's going to want to like take a risk on signing him to like a bigger deal than a bigger deal um, around more of what he deserves. Or are they going to have to offer him a low deal because they don't know how his body's going to react to yeah. the short layoff? And he's not LeBron. He's not going to like be fine. Like he, yeah. he it's going to affect him. He's thirty five. Yeah, he's pretty old, and he's lost $3 million on his body. So that is a concern. Um, also, what do you think about no bubble? They're doing stadiums. I mean, uh, if, Toronto doesn't have one yet, but yeah, Toron- potentially Tampa. Yeah, appar- um, apparently they're trying really hard to get Toronto, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, but in general, every team looks like they're going to do yeah. stadiums, no fans at first. And I assume eventually, like in NFL, they will trickle in fans. It's, it's going to be just like every other sport. There are going to be outbreaks. Players are going to miss games. Um that's just the way it is. The thing about that though is that it is nice because there's so many games. So if you if a pl- if one player has to miss a game, you can survive. You can be okay with that. It's yeah. going to be 72, 72 games this year, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to be it won't be as bad as it feels like it is in the NFL. Even though I feel like the NFL's kind of handling it better. They're handling it. They're handling it, but considering how much <laughs> considering how much money the NBA lost, they're going to handle it just like the NFL does. They're going to do whatever they can to get money, even yeah. though they're they're still going to lose money. So. Yeah, I mean the main things for this was obviously they wanted to get as much money as they could without losing it. Um, they're still losing money. Everything everything is right yeah, now. Everything, but they're minimizing losses. Also, they wanted to make sure that the season ended before the Olympics, because um, Olympics are going to happen no matter what. Um, I think they're assuming that a vaccine will be out by then, but even then, if it's not, they're just gonna they're just gonna go for it. They're just gonna do it. I bet a lot of players opt out of that too. There might be a lot of players who opt out or players who still just do it. But um, that was one of the main reasons they want to get done before the Olympics. My opinions on it is, uh, I would have preferred it start in like January because I think players deserve rest. I think they need time to heal from injuries, things like this. I also think it just puts a lot of pressure on free agency, especially now that it starts on like November 22nd, which is like a month away from when the season starts. That's a lot of pressure on GMs, a lot of pressures on team chemistry, team bonding, everything like that. Like it's a huge thing. Luckily, I think so far right now, there isn't a hit to the cap yet, but I'm assuming next year there will be, and that affects things as well. But you're going to sign people now and you're going to have to, and exactly. that's going to fuck you up probably next year. Eventually this, this money is going to affect teams. It sounds like they're trying to push it back as far as they can. Yeah, they're Maybe, trying to minimize it as yeah, much. <laughs> I think feel like they're just like trying to go as normal, hope for a vaccine and then take one more hit as far as like cap goes when they're like pretty much all like not out of money, but like losing a lot of money yeah. and then they can start building back up once we get like hundred percent capacity in like a year or more but it seems like it was a voting process so most of the players said yes to it and they i'm assuming it's because most of the players aren't as um lucky as like the well-off players like the very star established players because they need this money a lot of these players are actually living basically paycheck to paycheck because they have 
expenses, mm-hmm. very high expenses, because they just live that way. So a lot of players wanted to, to start as soon as possible because they get those checks as soon as possible. So it's a up in the air thing. All we know is we're getting it back. It's kind of strange, but it is what it is. It's going to be something like we've never seen before once again. So Yeah, and it's going to be weird seeing them in the stadiums with no one in there. Um, it's going to, apparently they're going to do like, this weird all of stadiums are gonna be like Madison Square Garden. They're gonna dim like the stadium seats lights, and they're gonna put a lot of crowd noise and lights to make it look weird. I don't know. It's gonna look weird. Um, I'm assuming they're just trying to make every place look like the bubble arena, but that's yeah. gonna be weird. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I'm sure a lot of coaches aren't happy about it either, and they don't really get any input in this, which is kind of weird. Um, at least it seems like that. Uh, but. I'm assuming there's definitely going to be outbreaks because there's going to be travel now and stuff like that, and a lot of players aren't going to follow the guidelines, but we'll see how it goes. Either way, it's happening. Yep. And since it's happening, we'll talk about um, some rumors so far. So the rumors, um, there's a lot of trade rumors. One is CP3 is most likely on the move because they're rebuilding. Um, they hired their assistant coach to be their head coach. Um, so they're probably rebuilding at this point and they're shopping him. He's either going to go to the Lakers, the Clippers, the Suns, or the Bucks. I think we both agree he should go to the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I want him to go to the Bucks, but he's probably going to the Lakers. He's probably going to the Lakers. Suns is a possibility as well. I'd rather Suns than Lakers or Clippers if that comes up. Um, but the, he's definitely a trade piece that's out there and uh, scary because that will affect stuff. <laughs> Um, another sure. one that happened, apparently Houston is in a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, Houston's imploding. The Mike D'Antoni left. They hired a fucking... Who did they hire? Uh, I forgot who they hired. But they... The Mavericks assistant coach. Oh, yeah. They got the Mavericks assistant coach. But they got him. They, Russell Westbrook wants to leave. He wanted to be the main ball handler. He didn't agree with the way the offense was run in Houston. Uh, P.J. Tucker thinks he deserves a raise. Uh, Daniel House didn't like how much minutes he got. Austin Rivers complained about minutes. Mike D'Antoni was left. Uh, Daryl Morey's gone. He's with the Sixers now. That team is just all up in the air now. It looks like they're in a weird, we still want to contend, but rebuild mode because apparently Harden doesn't want to leave, but Russ wants to leave. His rumor team so far are, again, uh, Knicks, Clippers, Pistons, and uh, Lakers low-key are in there too, but um, it's mainly those first three ones. What do you think about Russell wanting to leave and now the third superstar wanting to leave James Harden? <laughs> well, we think we know, I think we know why everybody wants to leave. Um, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> Russ wants to be the main ball handler. He's going to have to go to a bad team, and I think that might actually be what he wants to do. So I could see Pistons. I could see Knicks. I could see Knicks. I think Knicks is probably where he's going to end up. I don't think after all this drama, the Lakers are going to want him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Clippers, I mean, shit, they're the Clippers. They could do anything. They're a wild card. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, I just I feel like he if he wants to be the main ball handler and he needs to be around more chill personalities, I guess, because mm-hmm. he is a strong personality. Yeah. And, obviously, he something happened between him and James Harden. Um, Besides, like, it, we already went into it a bit. So, yeah. Yeah, I see him going to a place where he is the, no doubt about it, number one option. Yeah, and I think a big part of this too is his contract's crazy expensive. It's gained like twenty two million a year, twenty four million maybe, 
It's like a John Wall contract, so it's a contract that not a lot of people want. I don't think the Lakers want to take that on because they would have to sign and trade for him. Uh, they don't want to do that, probably. They would probably prefer to do that for Chris Paul, so that's why they're more interested in him. The Clippers are interested, but in my opinion, I wouldn't care if they got Russell Westbrook because then they lose all of their bench. Yeah, Because <laughs> they would have to trade away Subak. Uh, they would have to trade away Lou Williams. They would have to trade everybody, Pat Beverly. Like, you're going to have to trade a lot of people. And, to, and they're already losing Harrell. So. Yeah, so it's going to be, that's not, if they do that, sure, go ahead. You lose all your death, and I'm pretty sure you don't want to have two people who have shown that they kind of choke in the playoffs on your team in Paul George and Russell Westbrook. The bigger issue, I think, here is I feel like James Harden value has also gone down now. Apparently, their team's interested if he does eventually ask for a trade this season. It seems like as of right now, he's committed to staying for at least one more year and testing it out. But teams that are interested are the Warriors, the Nets, apparently us, the Pacers, the Bucks. They're interested. Um, I don't really care about those other teams, but in your opinion, would you trade for James Harden? No. Yeah, I don't think I would it, either. <laughs> he, we would have a great offense, but we would, we would score 140 and we'd give up 150. Like... We already have two stars who are not great defenders. We do not want to add, like, the worst defender in the league. Yeah. My thing is more if I think it's, like, it'd be a chemistry issue and just, like, offensively, I think we would actually get worse. Yeah, because, because the ball handling. Yeah, he has he needs the ball in his hand 90% of the time, and he doesn't pass it, and he usually wastes, like, 22 seconds of the shot clock. Um, and that's not how our offense runs. It's very ball movement heavy. Like, granted, it's a lot of the times mainly in Jamal or Jokic's hands, but they're very willing passers, and um, they give it up to open shooters. And Jokic has shown he creates for everybody on the team, and Jamal has shown more in the playoffs that he does. I think it would just hurt our chemistry, and we would have to give them so much for Harden that they don't even think it would be worth it. At that point, we would definitely have to trade MPJ. Yeah, we 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 would not at the end of when else is said and done we would not get what we're going to give up for him especially because Harden will probably leave as soon as he can yeah and the thing is like i the only worry i have with Harden is if he goes to the warriors if they somehow the warriors just say hey we'll give you clay and some other guys like wiggins and stuff that could be scary because sure they won't be playing defense but if Harden buys into that system that's very scary yeah um, that's the main concern I have with that. But I think right now, a lot of people have seen that Harden has chemistry issues with a lot of players he plays with. Dwight Howard left him, Chris Paul left him, or he forced Chris Paul out. And now Russell Westbrook has left, who was his friend. I think you have an overlying issue of Harden's is the issue now. There's a lot of evidence that he's the problem. Exactly. Um, but if he buys in, maybe he couldn't be. I know it wouldn't be in Denver, though. He would not buy into our system. No. And he would probably hurt Jokic and Jamal. <laughs> and probably the other guys, too. So I don't want him really here. I don't think it's worth the trouble or the value that he would ask for. they would ask for in return. So that's the main thing there. And then there's a lot of other rumors as well, signing trade rumors, especially I think that's going to be a very key part of this free agency is the signing trade because of the unawareness of the cap next year and because like the free agency period is so quick mm-hmm. and people want to get basically as loaded up as they can because you don't have a lot. I don't even know when the trade deadline, the new trade deadline is going to be. I don't think yeah, they even said they that. So. I don't think they even know. I don't think we even really know when the season's going to end, do we? Like when are the finals going to start? It's going to start and end at the same time. They're still going to try to do oh, that okay. because they wanted to get to the Olympics. 
but I don't know. That's the thing. It's like you start in December. Usually the trade deadline's in February. If you do that, there's only two months, mm-hmm. um, and that's not enough time to evaluate your roster um, and build up value and players that you want to trade. So that's why they're probably going to have to trade that. But a lot of people want to sign trade just to get loaded. Lakers apparently interested in trade signing trading for DeRozan. Um, there's other people interested in signing trading for like um, Schroeder, uh, not Schroeder, uh, for Chris Paul and some other free agents that are going to be available this year. I'm sure Paul Millsap, there could be a consideration for people to try to sign and trade him with us if they need to do it that way to fit him on the roster. It's more likely that those are going to happen, so I wouldn't be shocked if you see those. Um, but the main thing is uh, there is probably going to be trades. We are involved in trades. We apparently want a top 10 pick yep. um, in this draft. I don't know what we would have to give up to get a top 10 pick, um, but what are your thoughts on us wanting a top 10 pick, at least rumored to want a top 10 pick? I mean, it again, it, like it's always about like what are we having to give up? I would not I mean I know I don't know much about the prospects in this draft but um I would not really want to give up of many young pieces. I would trade the 9 are we 19 we're 22. We're like 20 yeah 22 or something. Yeah, we have I would, the Rockets pick. I would give up our pick yeah. and maybe like Gary or Barton for something. But yeah. I do not want to give up Bull Bull. I don't I'm obviously not giving up MPJ. Um <clears throat> so it really depends on what we have to give up but if there's a player they want, uh, Connolly has shown that he's pretty good at evaluating talent, so I will trust him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just kind of strange because, like, who do they want in the top 10 specifically? Like, I don't think it'd be any of the top guys. I really have a feeling it's that is like uh, Israelian kid or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Denji or whatever his name is. Um, I feel like that's probably the one they want, but I don't even think any team would be willing to trade with us to get a top pick. I know the Timberwolves want to trade. Uh, they've been in contact about trading their top pick. Um, a lot of teams have been talking about trading their top pick. And again, I think that's because a lot of teams, since they didn't have the ability to prospect properly, um, they don't know if they even want to use the pick this year. So that's the thing. Warriors, um, they're apparently willing to trade if they can get a star back. Uh, things along those lines. I don't really care to get a top 10 pick, but I think it's interesting that we do want one. But again, it comes down to what are we willing to give up? Like you, I would not give up MPJ and I would not give up Bulbul. If it includes Monte Morris, Gary Harris, or Will Barton and like picks, sure. <laughs> but it depends on who we get. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I'm not really super into this draft. If we don't trade, um, like you said, we're late in the draft. Um, we're probably going to just take best available knowing our team that's yeah. what we usually do um we take whoever's best available there's a lot of people who want us to take the serbian uh kid named i think it's poku it's like seven foot serbian bull bull <laughs> um and then there's also a kid from villanovia uh bay and then another big that they are looking for us to take i would not be shocked if we don't take any of those um, I think um, we're going to probably take a kid from Gonzaga and his name's like Tillian Kelly or something like that. Um, just because he is a really good player. He shoots like almost 40% from threes to stretch four, but he's always hurt. And that fits the profile. That is what we like to do. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's just kind of what it is. 
Um, I don't really think this draft is that important for us uh, this year. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't be upset if we just traded our pick. Yeah, I don't care if we get a rookie this year. We're already super young. We already are going to have to start thinking about paying some young guys we have. Yeah. Um, we already have a lot of decisions. I don't see why we want to make more. Just have to bring more decisions on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Unless you're positive that this guy is going to be a superstar. Yeah. But the thing is, <clears throat> with the Poku kid, he's like, he has the potential to be really, really good. But he wouldn't make an impact now. Whereas the kid I said and some other people... They would make an impact now. And the kid I said, actually, his name is, uh, I think it was like Killian Tilly. Uh, yeah, Killian Tilly is his name. But even if it's not that kid, other kids who can provide stuff now, which would you prefer? Another stash guy for a couple years to develop who has a lot of potential or someone who can make an impact probably now? I want a backup power forward or a backup center who will be able to contribute this season. Okay. Um, if we're going to do that, if we're going to do that, I would rather get... I would rather um, improve inward and sign. I would rather sign a backup power forward and see what we have in Bull Bull. Yeah. And then go from there. If we are going to stay at 22 or wherever we're at, I think we have to take a center. I think a center is the one that's important. I think a backup center could be had in free agency, and I think it's probably smarter to go more of a veteran role mm-hmm. on the bench, especially considering how young our bench is going to be next year, assuming Bol Bol becomes the backup center. Yeah. But I want that insurance policy for another young center just in case Bol Bol gets hurt or mm-hmm. you know, he's still, he still has a long ways to go. So <clears throat> I agree. I mean, I think that's definitely something we they should do. They should probably take a big... But they're going to take whoever's best available. Yeah, I know that. Definitely. If Cole Anthony falls all the way down there, who was a top 10 talent and has fallen down because of injuries and apparently personality issues, um, if he falls down there, I bet you we take him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's probably too good to pass up on. Yeah, him. because if he was originally a top 10 pick, that's like literally mm-hmm. Connolly's MO. It was like, oh my God, this guy was supposed to be a, yeah. a lottery Con- pick. Connolly loves value. Um, so that would be probably a thing. But. Um, that Poku kid, he's good too. Apparently, he could turn into another Porzingis. But at the same time, I feel like he plays very similar to Bol Bol. So, it doesn't really make sense to take him. But we'll see. This draft is up in the air for us. I don't really think it means that much to us as it has in years past. Because now we're a very established team who knows what we do, knows what we run. And I wouldn't be shocked if we just take a guy who's ready to come in and play now. Exactly. Um, but... The draft might be um, busy for us because um, we have also been in trade rumors, specifically Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is wanting to be traded. Um, the Pelicans signed Stan Van Gundy to be their coach. Um, doesn't seem like he wants to keep him since he's in rumors. Um, and I'm sure Stan Van Gundy's uh, working with David Griffin to find out personnel that he wants and also get young talent. Mm-hmm. Um, teams are interested. Apparently, the Hawks, Celtics, Warriors, us, uh, Pacers. There's a lot of teams. Nets. Uh, yeah, Nets. Everyone wants Drew Holiday because he's a very good defender and he gets uh, about like 18 points, 15 points a game consistently in that range. Um, but oh, do you think it seems that we would have to trade Bull Bull to get him, including with probably Gary Harris, um, Will Barn, and monte morris obviously we would get another player from them probably jackson hayes or someone along those lines um because we would want something back or at least get like a pick and stuff but 
main thing is the centerpiece, and it seems like the thing that's halting us right now is Bobo. We don't want to give him up. Um, what are your thoughts? Would you give up Bobo to get this guy to compete now and win, or do you rather play for the future? See, here's the thing. <clears throat> I feel like whether you trade for him or not, you're playing for the future. Um, I personally say yes. If you don't have to trade MPJ and you don't like, obviously don't break the bank, but if you can get Drew Holiday, I think you got to go get him. I think yeah. he is a perfect fit. He is basically everything that we wanted Gary Harris to be. Yeah, he's and a very good defender. He's very good. He can shoot. He can score. He's a vet. He's 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 honestly he's a perfect Paul Millsap replacement. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're still a veteran now. Yeah, exactly. And we're still a very young team, and we're gonna need. We're going to need some vets on this team. Yeah, because next year the veteran is going to be Gary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I think I think it would be a great trade. I think it would put us in contention. No, we're probably not getting past the Lakers. We'll see about the Warriors. Mm-hmm. but And like we'll see about the Nets. But every other team we can compete with or beat yeah. with that roster. Um, so I say try. Um, I don't think we're going to get them personally, but I would not be mad if we did. Yeah, I agree with you. We probably won't get him mainly because Warriors definitely have a better offer than us because they have they're willing to trade give away their top two pick and probably Wiggins. I, I did read something somewhere that the Pelicans do not want Wiggins though, so that might be a problem. Well, there you go. So that's something there. Celtics apparently are involved now. They have a lot of assets. Yeah, they have assets. That. Um, Nets are willing to give up Karis LeVert for anything apparently right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, which I don't understand. Um, and um, I'm sure they're willing to trade picks and some of their young players because um, they want to make Kyrie and KD happy and they love that him. Um, there's other teams who are interested as well. There, I don't think we have the best thing to give them unless yeah. we give him NPJ. Then they would definitely do it and I definitely don't want to do that. No way. Bobo, I still don't want to get rid of him. And the only reason I say that I wouldn't do this trade um, is mainly because I don't think it changes the scale for us. Yeah. Because uh, I think fair. we can beat every team in this league except for the Lakers. Yep. Um, and maybe Nets because I don't know anything about them yet. But I'm very confident that this team, when they play at their best and Jamal's going and Jokic is going and if MPJ improves like he should, we should be able to compete with any teams. I think historically we always match up well with the Warriors, but depending on the roster changes they make, that could be different. Um, but as of right now, our main concern is the Lakers. And Drew Holiday doesn't help us beat the Lakers. Granted, he could guard AD. He guards one through five. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I still don't think that tips us over, the no. Lakers. Especially since they'll probably get better, especially if they do get Chris Paul or they get yeah. the Rosen. I think you make a good point there because we're at the point where unless we know that we are going to be like know that we can beat every team and like are going to be right there for the finals yeah. championship like then what's the point yeah and i don't think it makes sense to trade bulbul for that because he has a lot of potential sure he might never pan out on it but i'd rather take that risk than trade him to a team that very much in the future is going to be competing mm-hmm. with us because they have a lot of young talent yeah um, same thing with like the Mavericks. They have a lot of young talent too. Um, but like those are probably the two teams that with us in the West at least and the Suns have like a lot of young talent. And I'd rather not trade to those teams. Um, That's fair. Especially a talent like Bol Bol. I don't really care about Gary uh, trading him. I don't yeah. care about trading uh, Barden. We saw we didn't need Barden. No offense to him. I still love him, but we saw we didn't really need him. Yeah, he will help. 
um, next season. Yeah, he's here, but yeah. I don't think it's a necess- as a necessity as it used to be to have him anymore with MPJ and hopefully the growth of MPJ. Yeah. Um, and same thing with Monte. He's probably gone anyways. I think you can get better things for Monte. Um, and the only good thing about training for Drew would be it's not a guy who's on a one-year deal. It's a guy who's on a two-year deal. So he'd be here and next year at least. But who's to say he wouldn't leave? Exactly. Um, and at that point, he'll be like 34 or 35. Yeah, I don't think it's <clears throat> makes the most sense for us to do unless we can get it for like a steal. And a steal for me would be like if we could only trade Gary, Will, and Monte and like a pick and get him, do it. But if they do ask for Bobo, I am against it. <laughs> He's actually only 30, so he'll be like 32 when he leaves. Yeah. If he leaves. That's um, what I'm saying. I'd be against yeah. it if it comes down yeah, to Yeah, I feel like that's kind of where we're at right now is what's the point in trying to get um, better if we're not going to change the um, change like the outlook of the league? Yeah. Like if if we trade for Drew Holiday, no one's going to pick us to beat the Lakers. They're probably not even going to pick us to beat the Clippers again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we know how this works. Um, but so yeah, I th- I think it's fair to just stay the course and just wait it out. Yeah, I don't really think it's like as much as a need right now. Last year it seemed like it was a need because Jamal wasn't where he's at, where he was at in the playoffs last mm-hmm. year during the season before it ended. So it seemed like we needed another guy who could score the ball. If Jamal averages twenty three, we will be fine. Yep. <laughs> For the most part against most teams. But if he doesn't who we'll see and that's another issue with the season starting so early it's like we're gonna see if he can keep that consistency that he had in the playoffs i'm not saying he has to score 50 every night but but i want him to be a 20 point score i want him to be a a 20 point a 20 plus per game score and i want him to shoot it relatively efficiently i know he's that's not really his game but i want it to be like at least respectable yeah and i think we also still have to give credit to gary harris because he did bring a lot of value on our defense that's true um and monte morris is great and will barnes still great yeah but I just don't think Drew Holiday is the one to do it. Yeah. For. At this point, also, if we're going to get rid of Gary, I know his value is pretty much not great right now, but I think Nuggets fans see his value. And if we're going to get rid of Gary Harris, we need to get that return in defense. And Drew Holiday would do that. Yeah. But we also could find something else that could help us in defense, too. Yeah. I think it's definitely, you know, an option. But with that being said, that's why I said I don't think we should get Drew Holiday. I started looking into other people we could trade for right now. Who can make an impact for our team, knowing most likely that even though Monte Morris said he would want to stay um, and is willing to resign here, that doesn't mean he will, because if he gets the bag from another team, he will leave. Yeah, <laughs> um, there are going to be teams who can pay him more than we can. Yeah, and there's he's probably going to take that, and I don't blame him for taking that. I think he very much deserves a big payday if he gets it, and I'll support him wherever he goes. So with that being said, we're probably going to trade Monte. Um, no matter what, at some point this season, whether it's during this draft or during whenever the new trade deadline is. Um, so Monte is included in most of these trades <laughs> because I just assume most likely he's going to be gone. And then the other players that I included in a lot of these trades were Gary and Will, because again, Gary game paid too much for what he contributes, even though he does bring a lot of defense. He's getting paid a lot of money. He's getting paid $17 million next year. Will Barn game paid a lot of money as well for someone who is now going to be coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Most likely, <laughs> I would assume at this point. Yeah, you'd think so. I would assume this regular season we're okay with starting MPJ. It doesn't matter if he's bad defense in the regular season. 
Um, and this so, will give him a chance to improve. Yeah, and maybe he gets better at defense. So the first one I had was trying to go out and get a shooter replacement for Gary, because we all know Gary did not shoot the three very well, um, and he did very poorly in that. Um, I went to Sacramento. Buddy healed, got a new contract, and it makes this work. Um, I went there. This trade probably won't happen because I don't think they would want to do it, but he's not even playing for them that much anyways. He's on the bench, and he's getting wasted. I said Gary Harris, Monte Morris, the two players for Buddy Heald. Obviously, we might have to do a pick or something like this. In a lot of these trades, we might have to do a pick or something like this. I just found the weights to make the money work. Um, What would you think about adding Buddy Heald and getting rid of those two? Um, I'm fine with it. I think Buddy Heald's a good player, and he fits our timeline. So he's still young. He's right around Jokic's age. I think he would be a good fit for this team. I'd be fine with that trade. Um, He brings exactly kind of what we need. Mm -hmm. He's not like a horrible defender, I don't think. So It's not great. (laughs) Um, He's not terrible. I think the biggest issue with this is he did just sign a new contract, just like Jamal. So his new extension starts this year. It's $24 million every year. Oh, my goodness. But he would bring more of offensive value. Mm-hmm. Overall, if it's possible, sure. But this wasn't one of my favorite ones. But it is something that we could have done. Um, it would help us offensively. Defensively, we would get hurt for sure. Also, we would need uh, PJ to step up or if we drafted a point guard to step up in that position because then we lose the backup point guard as well. So this isn't the best trade, but it is a trade. If we are willing to just go full out, we're going to become a three point shooting team. This is the way to go with it. Cause he is a 40% three point shooter. He's one of the best three point shooters in the league. Um, and I don't think that would change for buddy healed, but that's my opinion on that one. The next one I did mainly because of the rockets imploding. <laughs> um, and if, I don't know what they're doing. Are they selling shop? Are they keeping everyone except for Russ? I don't know what their plan is yet. But if they do decide to start selling off people and rebuilding, um, I decide to do a trade of PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon for Gary Harris and Monte Morris. We would definitely have to give up first rounders for this. Yeah. Um, but the one, two of the benefits of this is one, Eric Gordon will be on the team for, uh, you know, a couple more years after this, he's on a four-year deal for $16 million, which is about what Gary's getting, and he's a better three-point shooter. He's not terrible defensively. Two, P.J. Tucker is a great defender, can help with Anthony Davis. Not amazingly, we saw, but he could help, um, and uh, help with defense in general, and he can shoot corner three better than anyone, and he's only on a one-year deal, so that frees up some cap yeah. space afterwards. It'll, it'll be a good one-year thing with him, because he- He's like pretty old, right? So yeah, he's not uh, young at all. He's uh, you know he played uh, off season beginning of his career and then came here, so he's pretty old. They're both older players, so this would be us giving getting veteran help and giving up youth, basically. Yeah, but it also would free up some cap space. It I would imagine. free up a little bit of cap space too, and we would kind of get off of Gary's book a little bit. So that's the that, thing. Yeah, would that be a trade you would want to do? As a nugget, knowing that we probably have to give up probably a first rounder and a second rounder as well. Yeah, like we said, we I'm like I'm okay with that. I think we, it makes us get better now, and it gives us options. And I think that's kind of what a lot of teams in the position that we are at love to have, and that's options. And that could and that could be the difference between winning a championship and not in a couple of years. Exactly. You know? And I think this one actually helps us kind of move the needle a little bit because we saw in the series, especially that they had against the Lakers. 
Um, BJ did very well in that series, even though he tired out because he was guarding Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, Javel McGee all the time, and LeBron. Um, like he couldn't do that. Um, and Eric Gordon has always been consistently, usually a good three point shooter. Um, so that helps as well. I think a lot of people's hesitation for this trade um, would be uh, that PJ Tucker is basically just a one year rental, um, and I would get re- people's reasoning for that. Most likely, I think if they're not rebuilding, this trade doesn't even happen. So it just depends on what they do. But this could be something that could happen in the future, maybe. I don't think Conley would look into this one. So these are just kind of the ones where I'm like, I like them, but we're getting better as we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one, and this is one I would actually do if they take this trade to straight up. Um, the Dallas Mavericks, at some they've been all over the place earlier um in the offseason it said that they are willing to trade everybody to get a top 10 pick top five pick now it looks like they want to try to add a star i don't know what they want but if they're willing to trade people i would love to get tim hardaway jr he's only going to be on a one-year deal um granted um for that one-year deal he's going to get paid uh 18 million because the knicks are stupid and paid him 70 million for four years wow even though he had no reason to get that contract he didn't earn that um, money. he's on a player option um he's he could be a free agent this summer he's definitely gonna accept the player option because he knows he's not gonna get that much money ever again yeah. in his life um uh, <laughs> so with that being said once he accepts into the player option he's probably gonna be on the trade market because they know they're gonna lose him and they probably don't want to resign him anyways i say give up gary harris and monte morris if they take that straight up i would do that in a heartbeat because one gary's money comes off the books immediately you have a ton of money next year that's available this that's 17 million next year that you could use on a free agent or something like that that could help out with the bench or you know a starting shooting guard or something along those lines that you could get also it basically i think they would do this on their side because they're getting defense to help with luca because luca needs someone to help him play defense (laughs) And they're getting a backup point guard that they probably would resign, I would assume, because they need someone after Luka goes out. We saw that in the playoffs. They don't have someone to run that offense after him. So I think for both sides, this makes sense. But what do you think? Would you do this trade? Do you think they would do this trade? Um, I don't know much about Tim Hardaway. Um, he shoots. He scored 15, I think, 15-ish points, and he had uh, 39% from three. That's pretty good. That's what you would want. Um, Again, not an amazing defender. But. Yeah, but I think at this point you need to just, if you're not going to re-sign Monte, if you're not going to pay up and give him the money, you need to get value for him because, mm-hmm. granted, we didn't really talk about it, but um, we kind of won the Malik Beasley trade. Oh, we definitely did. Malik's crazy. Malik, <laughs> Malik has had some real issues over the last few months. Allegedly. But, allegedly. <laughs> but... At the time, it looked like a horrible trade for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't want to do that with Monte. Monte is way better than Malik Beasley. I want to mm-hmm. get some value for him. And so if this is the value we get, then sure. And I think that's the thing is with these trades, it's like to get value for Monte, because if it gets to the point where we're going to trade Monte because people know we're not going to pay him, that's what hurts all these guys' value. All the years before, Yusuf, everyone knew we had to trade him because he didn't want to stay. Malik, same thing. Everyone knew we had to trade him because we couldn't afford him. Um, I'm trying to think of other people we've traded. Uh, but anyways, like, oh, usually we have so much depth that we have to trade people away. 
and uh, that they usually take advantage for that. But if you put in Gary and you put in Will, that raises the value. Maybe not as much Gary, but Will would to certain teams because I think a lot of teams understand that Will, when healthy, is a very good player. Yeah. Um, not that Gary isn't, but Gary also is just very right now one dimensional. I would think in people's eyes, he's just a defender mainly that sometimes can hit shots. Um, but that's why I'm saying like, we're probably going to have to include those guys. And I would assume they know that, but we'll see. I don't know what Conley's idea of Monte is right now. Maybe they do resign him. Yeah. I don't think we really know what the plan is yet. I doubt it. He wants to stay, but I doubt it. Um, and then this would be, um, the best trade. So I'll leave this for last. This is a trade that I don't know. People have talked about before on Reddit. I don't really think it would make any sense, but it's a possibility. So you could trade Will Barn and Monte Morris and probably a pick um, to go get Miles Turner from the Pacers <laughs> to play backup center. I just don't know. At seventeen million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Pa- I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> um, I just. I one. We trade for him. He's on a one-year deal. I assume. No, he'll be on a three-year deal. But it's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he's gonna he's gonna be unhappy. It feels like he's gonna be unhappy this whole time. He's a starting caliber player. Mm-hmm. He's gonna want to start. It's not gonna fly with him. And he can't play next to Jokic. Like yeah. we can't move Jokic away from the center position. And we can't. And he can't play power forward. Yeah, and that's like the main thing I think that people would like for him to accept the ability to be on the bench. But the main reason I think he wants to leave is because he lost his job to a white passing center. Yeah. <laughs> and Sabonis and he's on the bench and yeah, he shouldn't be on the bench he wants to start he wants to start and I'm sure a lot of teams will be more willing to trade for him and start him so that's why I don't think that's a trade that makes a ton of sense but it is something that people have brought up before because it would be a vast improvement on Mason Plum <laughs> true <laughs> um, and then another trade that people have brought up is um, trading Will Barron and Monte Morris plus probably a pick um, second or first round for Derek White and Rudy Gay. And this one makes a little bit more sense, but at the same time, would you do that knowing that Rudy Gay would be probably a one-year rental and Derek White would probably also be a one-year rental unless they decide to resign well, Derek White? Well, yeah, so here's the thing. like, It all comes down to then, like, Rudy Gay, I'm fine with letting him leave. He can walk. Yeah. Um, Derek White is going to be someone you're going to want to resign depending on how he plays and depending on, depending on how PJ plays. Mm-hmm. But he's a buff. People are going to like that he's here. And he torched us in the playoffs two years ago. Um, so I like the trade, but again, it, it all depends on like, it's a risk. It's definitely a risk because if you trade, do this trade and they both walk, you get nothing for Monte Morris. Yep. You get nothing for Monte Morris other than cap space. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, who could you get? There's a lot of free agents next year that are way better than this year's free agents. Um, but it comes down to, could we get a free agent? Exactly. Again, we've never gotten a free agent yeah, like, that wasn't playing for our team prior, other than Paul, in a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, past evidence shows that we're not going to get someone that great. Yeah, so. so that's the negative for this. I 100% think if we offer this trade to them, they would say yes, because they're definitely in a rebuild. Mm-hmm. I think that's clear at this point. They didn't make the playoffs. It's looking like Popovich is getting closer and closer to retirement. Um, it's looking more likely that the uh, Rosen is probably going to leave in free agency. This team's definitely heading towards a rebuild. So if we gave them young pieces like Will and Monte and a pick, I totally think they would say yes to it because they would probably, again, sign Monte Morris because I think they also realize that Monte Morris is 
better than Derek White, even though Derek White's an excellent defender. Yeah. And that would be an improvement for us on that end. For sure. Um, but And then Rudy Gay and Will, they're just like two peas in the pot. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're basically the same they're at basically this point. basically the same. <laughs> um, but now we get to the trade that I think is the best trade, and I think we should 100% do, if possible. I, again, I only did the players that make the money work. There's probably going to have to be picks involved. I'm okay with giving up a first pick in this. I'm okay with giving up a second round pick. I'm okay with giving up two firsts. I really think if, but it comes down to a lot of things. <laughs> okay. So the best trade I think that we can do is for Dennis Schroeder mm-hmm. because Oklahoma is willing. I mean, they're very clearly rebuilding. Yeah, Chris Paul doesn't seem like he's going to stay. Chris so. Paul's leaving. They hired their assistant. They're ready to go young and rebuild with all those tons of picks they have. So... The thing is, we would trade Will Barn and Monte Morris for Dennis Schroeder. And I think they would want to do this because they run they run a lot this year, a two-point guard set. They're probably going to lose Chris Paul, and they're going to lose Dennis Schroeder in free agency, most likely, um, assuming. Um, and Monte Morris probably could play extremely well with Shea Gilgis Alexander because Monte Morris is a pass-first guard, where Shea is more of a score-first. Mm-hmm. That works. Will Barn, again, a veteran, but also still young. Adds a lot of value. You give them a pick, they love picks. <laughs> but the thing is, it's a lot of, I think, agents would have to get involved because he is on, Dennis Schroeder is on a one-year deal. Monte Morris is also going to be a free agent. I think both teams would have to talk to those players' agents and ask, are they willing to re-sign with us yeah. afterwards? Because you're not making this trade on either side if those guys aren't going to re-sign. Exactly. I think Monte would definitely re-sign with the thunder so it comes to would dennis resign with us my only inkling of why i think this trade could definitely happen is he, he said recently he doesn't want to go to the lakers or the clippers he doesn't want to go to a big market team we're not a big market team we're over here in the small market it's true we're in denver it's better than oklahoma we just gotta go for all the europeans <laughs> yeah i'm just saying like i think it's an excellent trade because he would be the backup for monte he would take that role um, he would uh, be an excellent defender. He can play shooting guard. Um, he can play point guard. If we need to start him, he definitely could fill that role. Yeah, and he plays defense. He's an excellent defender. I mean, he's made. He's been in uh, conversation for defensive teams um, before, um, and he has been in the six-man conversation. I think this would be an excellent trade if possible. I think they should reach out. I think it would fit the team very well. But, again... Would he be willing to resign? But what do you think about that trade? I think that is the better solution to Drew Holiday than that. It doesn't really change the bar, but I think I think it fits more. Value-wise, it fits better. It's going to make us a better team, but it's not going to also ruin, not even ruin, it's not going to hurt our youth movement. We're yeah. going to lose players that we're going to lose anyways. Yeah. Um, and then players we don't need, like Will Barnes. Exactly. And then again, it also opens up cap space if he doesn't resign. But again, I feel like this one, we actually, I actually could see him resigning. He played... He started his career in Atlanta. Atlanta, and then he, and went, then, to OKC. Then he went to OKC, two small markets. So I feel like he could like it. I feel like he would play well alongside our guys. I think it's a perfect fit. I'm all for this trade. This is definitely the trade I would want to do. But again, we also have to wait for the. Basically, we have to wait for the Chris Paul domino to fall. So yes. then, when if when he leaves, then that's when the OKC is going to be like, all right, fire sale. Yeah, and the thing is, like, he's also an improved three point shooter. That's another benefit. And another thing is too, um, he's 27. He's younger than Drew Holiday. And if he's willing to resign, and I think he got overpaid, and I think he 
knows he got overpaid. At least I would hope people know he got overpaid because he got paid to be a starter in Atlanta, and then he went into a bench role. Again, overpaid is like he's overpaid by like in my opinion like three million instead of fifty million. If he took like a forty-eight four-year deal or a thirty-six three-year deal, like that, 12, 12 a year, yeah, like somewhere around twelve to like thirteen a year. If he took that, that's perfect. I'd sign him. He'd fit. It would work, and it wouldn't change anything. If anything, I think it makes us better defensively, um, and it doesn't take away Monte's running of the offense on the bench. I think that's the best trade we can do. That's the one we should look into. I don't know what Conley's doing. Our only rumors so far have been that we're interested in the top 10 pick. There was also the rumor for Harden, but that's like probably just a thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like and we Drew always... they were always in Drew Holiday. <laughs> yeah, we always throw our names into these trades. The only one that has ever seemed somewhat realistic was the Drew Holiday one, and even now it's feeling a little unrealistic. Yeah. If you want to keep Bull Bull, and I feel like there's no reason... To trade him until you know what you have. So Exactly. And I think that's why this one makes the most sense. But again, you're right. There are a lot of dominoes to fall. There was a lot of coaching changes. Like we talked about, Stan Van Gundy went to the Pelicans. That changes a lot of things. OKC hired their assistant. That changes a lot of things, most likely. Uh, Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey went to the 76ers. It looks like they want Harden very much. Did Jeff Van Gundy get hired somewhere? No, he didn't, actually, because the Rockets took the Dallas assistant, like you said. So he did not get a job, even though I thought he was going to get the Rockets job for sure. Um, The Nets got Steve Nash. D'Antoni went there to join the coaching staff. Mm -hmm. Um, They got Stoudemire. That could change stuff that they want to do in trades because they'll be running basically the D'Antoni system. Wait. D'Antoni is in Brooklyn, too. Yeah, he's an assistant now for Steve Nash. It's really wow, funny. That is funny. Super full circle. That really is. <laughs> um, but there's that. But I think the main domino is Chris Paul, whatever the fuck happens with Russell Westbrook and James Harden, especially if the Sixers get yeah. involved in that. We need to wait for the big fish to kind of get resolved, yeah. and then that's when we start. And free things. agency is also a big one as well. What happens in free agency? Yeah, I mean, these trades should come after we resign Jeremy yeah. Grant. And it's more likely that trades won't happen right now because you can only trade players you have on the books. A lot of people don't have players on the books right now because there's a lot of teams that just don't have players. Granted, again, you can always do sign and trades. That's why I think sign and trades are more likely than ever this um, offseason, and you'll probably see a lot of sign and trades. But it's all up in the air. Yeah. It all depends on certain things. The biggest thing is, I bet you we don't do anything. <laughs> Probably not. Um, at least not now. <laughs> we will trade Monte at some point. I'm pretty positive about it, unless he's willing to take a pay cut. Um, then but, why would a young player take a pay cut? Especially one that was uh, came from the G League. Exactly. <laughs> like He wants to get what he deserves. Yeah, we drafted him in the second round and came from G League. He's going to want to get paid, and I don't blame him. <laughs> so... That's going to happen at some point. That domino is going to fall. I'm sure Will Barn will probably be included in it or Gary Harris. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But for the most part, we'll just see who we draft. Um, we'll watch it. We'll see what happens. I don't assume many trades to happen, really, except Man. for maybe the Warriors because it looks like they really don't want that pick. That's the only one I see probably being traded. I don't know for what, but it seems like they're very much not interested in this draft unless they get Wiseman, who they would take if they don't get a good trade. Um, but we'll see. My opinion for the draft is 
I think that Denji kid, the Israeli mm-hmm. kid, is probably going to be the best pick, and he's probably going to go five, and he's going to be like the next Luca. Yeah, I'll say that now. That's my hot take <laughs> um, because European players have always been good. Now it's yeah. not a thing anymore that they're bad. They have really figured it out. So I think he'll be it. Granted, he's not in Europe, but you know, same thing. International players, yeah. they're better now. Um, so I think he'll probably be the best pick. We'll probably just get a guy um, who's either best talent or someone we stash for a couple of years yep um and yeah and then it comes down to uh jeremy um what we do in free agency and so on so we'll come back next week after the draft do a post-draft free agency uh preview see what can happen see if more rumors come out about what we're gonna do but yeah i mean that's everything for right now everything going on in the nba uh you have anything else you want to add nope Alrighty. Well, we hope you guys are all safe and we'll talk to you guys next week. Go Nuggets.